today we take on a world where Meryl Streep... Just one look and I can hear a bell ring. Same difference. Mamma Mia! Here We Go Again is the 2018 sequel to the 2008 Mamma Mia! which was the feature film adaptation of the musical of the same name. As with the first film, this is a jukebox-style musical film featuring the songs of Swedish pop group and soundtrack of my childhood, ABBA. The film, written and directed by Ole Parker, follows Sophie Sheridan as she tries to reopen her mother's dream hotel. The film was released on July 20. 2018. This is not a spoiler-free podcast, so when you hear this stinger... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Be sure to go out and watch the movie, then come straight back to us. So, we have both seen Mamma Mia, the first one, It is the best thing of my childhood. I mean, okay, that's... (laughs) That's such a low bar to set for your childhood. Yeah, you know me. Oh my gosh. So, how much did you like the original Mamma Mia? I watched it, and I watched it, and then I watched it again. Yeah. And then again. And again. And I downloaded the soundtrack. Yes. And then I listened to that. I feel like you kind of love the original. I kind of love the original. <laughs> like, I know it's not perfect, but I love it. I don't think anyone expects these movies to be perfect. It's, right? it's Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't but help it. It's, it's legit Mamma Mia. Like, you're not expecting Shakespeare That's right. or whatever. You're expecting... ABBA. Mm-hmm. Like, you're expecting ABBA, you're expecting Meryl Streep to sing ABBA, and you're expecting Pierce Brosnan to try and sing ABBA. <laughs> oh, poor baby. Who, by the way, gets like three singing lines in the sequel. As it should be. And I love him even more for yeah, that. Yeah, whose idea was it to give him a solo? Never do that again. I, I, I mean, like, Christine Baranski said it herself. Oh, yes. No one in Mamma Mia is hired for their singing capabilities. <laughs> except maybe for her. Because, like, she's pretty good. Christine she actually had Baransky. She actually had Broadway uh, training. Yeah, and she's, also training. In, she's also in uh, Chicago, the movie musical. Yeah, so, um, basically, she's the best singer and she's saying everyone else's shit. Yep. So, um... No, that's not true. There are some who are actually okay. They're decent. Yeah. Decent is the best I can go they're, to. They're, they're not Russell Crowe from Les Mis, bad. A very low bar <laughs> to set. They're, 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 they're not Christian Bale in Newsies, bad. Yeah, they're they're not Emma Watson we're in not gonna Beauty talk and about the that. Beast, We're going we're gonna to leave that for another day. But basically, they're pretty good. Like, I love how Amanda Seyfried actually sings pretty well. Yeah, she does. She does. And um, she did pretty yeah. well in Les Mis as well. Lily James... She's okay. Pretty good. Um, sings like Meryl Streep. She does. She Meryl, talks like Meryl yes, Streep. Meryl too. Streep is okay, but it's Meryl Streep, so she's amazing. That's true. And um, I can't think of any good one for the boys. So like, <laughs> um, except maybe Hugh Skinner in the sequel. Oh, we we um, we will talk about Hugh Skinner. Yeah, he was he, he plays um Baby Harry. He plays Hugh Skinner. Hugh Skinner yeah. plays Hugh Skinner. I'm not saying he's lame, but. You guys know who Hugh Skinner is if you've seen Fleabag. Yeah. It's the same person. Yeah, basically, um, it was a fun movie. And even the original is fun and great. I just love ABBA. Like, as a yeah. kid, I just listened to ABBA. I think everyone who grew up on ABBA would have mixed feelings about this musical. Yeah, that's the thing, is that when I first watched this... When I first watched Mamma Mia 2008, and I watched it in theaters... It was okay. He was young. I Forgive him. I would have just rather listened to ABBA. We all grow from our mistakes in the past. I mean, 
I would just rather put on their gold collection greatest hits We all CD change in the span of a decade. Then watch Mamma Mia. Why can't I just listen to an album of ABBA songs? Because they don't have Meryl Streep. That, that, that is the point. That is a very good argument. Like, they don't have Meryl Streep. You watch Mamma Mia because Meryl Streep, Meryl the devil so herself, She's so sings... She's amazing. Abba. I love you, Meryl. <laughs> this whole podcast is just us praising Meryl for being the best thing to ever happen to Hollywood. And here, here's one of the things that uh, is kind of like a obstacle for me from yeah, enjoying you found Mamma that word, Mia, Here just, We Go Again. You found that word. Is <laughs> that all the good songs were already in the first movie. But here's the thing. I, I, I technically agree with that. Like, yeah, but then I found a couple of gems in the second yeah, like but they're all the b-sides yeah but just because they're in the b-side doesn't mean it's bad i are you saying that carly ray's b-side is bad no it's the best part of the album yeah no but oh my gosh this that's completely different how is it different you <laughs> said it's it, from the b-side it came out in the 2010s all right so it didn't come out in the same way that it did back in the day on like cassette tapes right okay where like all the popular songs were on the front i just think you don't want to admit that the movie is great <laughs> okay what, what, what's your favorite okay, song from um, this movie uh i love the song of bill what's and the donna uh why did it have to be me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it because it was catchy. It was different from the typical Abigail song. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not fair. Like, <laughs> Just make me choose between that or Mamma Mia and Dancing Queen. You can't pick Mamma Mia and Dancing Queen because those were in the first movie. Yeah. Then if I had to choose any of the songs which weren't sang again, yeah. it would be that. Okay. So that okay. Was pretty, see? It was okay. pretty solid. Um, <laughs> I can't remember any of and, them. Knowing me and knowing you. Oh, uh, that that's just an A side that one didn't of us, make it into the first one. One of us. One of us is pretty good. Strong um, pick. Yeah. See? But all what is Andante Andante? That was a sexy song. What is it? Yeah, but the thing is, at least you find these gems. Like What is Angel Eyes? You find they're they, they weren't bad. I didn't say they're bad, but like yeah, what that, are they? That's the whole point of the movie. Like it is Mamma Mia too, and they put in songs which you normally wouldn't know. And Fine, not everyone can sing along with it, but at least you find these songs and learn to appreciate them. I don't know, because for me, right, like the whole premise of Mamma Mia is that you're going to watch a Broadway show and sing all your favorite ABBA yeah, songs. Yeah, but it's Mamma Mia 1, it's Mamma Mia 2. Yeah, and like none of, <laughs> all your favorite ABBA songs that are in this movie were in the first movie. So? <laughs> that being said... I like this better than Mamma Mia 1. Okay, we're going to have a problem right now. I do like it better. Like, Why? I know that I just spent the last few minutes like kind of trashing it. Why? But I like it better. Why do you like it because better? Because it's less monotonous. Huh? Mamma Mia 1 is like, here's a beach, here's a boat. Ah, here's you're the talking ocean, about the cinematography. The here's a boat. Here's it's the cinematography. Okay, beach. okay, we got it. Here's a boat. We got it. It's really boring. The cinematography does... Um, improve in the second one. Yeah, and it's not just the cinematography. I'm talking about choreography. I'm talking about dance you know numbers. Why? You want to know why? Because they got budget. Because Mamma Mia did well. No, do you want to know why? Why? It's because no one knows the songs. So they have to make it like extra cool. No, it's just the budget. They literally said that in one of the behind the scenes things. Oh, that's true. They have more budget. It's a bigger production. They, they have a higher bar. Yeah, and right like now. if you're going to do ABBA songs... And attach it to a story that's, let's face it, 
doesn't matter. You're so mean. None of the stories in these two movies matter. I mean, they don't matter, but people like them. Yeah, but they don't matter. They connect to people. No one is gonna oh say... Oh my god, it's probably the first podcast where we fight. I love Mamma Mia for its in-depth characters and plot. You, no! You love Mamma Mia because of Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is not a character. <laughs> she is an actress. It's Donna, Donna Sheridan is probably the best part of Mamma Mia 1. Yes. But, oh my gosh. Okay, look. <laughs> Mamma Mia 2 has some of the best numbers from the two movies okay, like what? ever. Okay, so Waterloo. Okay. Amazing number. Okay? okay. It's in a French restaurant. Hugh Skinner is a okay, loser. Okay, not a huge spoiler. Fine. The music video is online. You can literally fine, watch fine, it. Fine, fine, It's amazing. Cher is in this movie. Not a spoiler. It's in all the trailers. You can see her on the poster. Okay. Cher is in this movie. Do I need to say more as to why I like this sequel better than the first one? Cher is in this... Andy Garcia is in this movie. Why is Andy Garcia in this movie? I'll mention that later. But Andy Garcia is in this movie. All right. And sh- he's amazing. <laughs> I love I love the dads. I still love the dads in this movie. And I think I like them better in this movie than in the last one. Just because of how they embrace their dadness. Oh my gosh. Especially Colin Firth. Oh my god. And Pierce Brust. <laughs> if you've seen the dancing queen scene, you'd know what I mean by they're such dads. Oh, this... See, that dancing queen sequence was yeah. better than the dancing queen sequence in the first movie. But then Meryl Streep wasn't in it. So that's like, a that's good. a very... Very Big point. subtraction thing. I know math. You found that word. I you know math. <laughs> I found that word. Um, <laughs> All right. So yeah. well, we're going to move on now to a new segment that we like to call Game Master Joseph. Game Master Joseph. So what is Game Master, Joseph? Alright, everybody knows that I love games. Game shows, reality TV games, everything. So Uh I have prepared a very simple little game for Ika to play here today. Alright. And our game is called... Can you sing the song, Fernando? Oh my god, okay. So you're gonna test me. That's right. So I'm gonna say a line from a song from Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Okay, okay. And you have to sing the next line or two or however far you can go. All right. Sing the line? You know, yeah, yeah. Can or, I just tell okay, the you song? can say it. You can say it. You can just say it out can loud. Can I tell the song? Can huh? I just can I just name the song? No, you have to sing the next line. I don't line. like you. Fine. All right. So we're, we'll we'll start easy. We'll start <sighs> easy, okay? Chill. Okay. Number 1. What? Okay. My my at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh yeah. And I have met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. Correct! See? It's one point. Okay, see? See? Okay, okay, okay. Alright, number two. I was sick and tired of everything when I called you last night from Glasgow. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I was sick and tired of everything when I called you last night from last Demonetized! Time. Copyright strike! <laughs> We're not even monetized. I know. We're All I do is eat and sleep and sing. Wishing everyone was... I don't know. Oh, you almost had it. What? You almost had it. What was it? 
All I do is eat and sleep and sing. Wishing every show was. Wishing every show was the last show. Number three. So you're you're one for one. I'm sorry. I got I got half of that right. Yeah, you fifty percent success rate. One point five. Okay, give me one point five. Come on. One point five. Okay. One point five. He does what I say. (laughs) Okay. Number three. You were humming to yourself, and softly strumming your guitar. Is that all? That's it. What's the next line? I don't know. What don't is know. it? I don't know. Ah, sorry, what was it? guys. What was it? Uh, you were humming to yourself and softly strumming your guitar. I could hear the distant drums and sounds of bugle mm-hmm. calls were uh. coming from afar. You know what's something in the air? Yes, right. It's Fernando. No. Number four. You're, you're, you're 1.5 out of 5 right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Uh, number four. I saw myself as a concealed attraction. Oh my god. That's all? That's all. You're such an idiot. That's all. Uh, what is it? Can you tell me the song? You told me the song from okay, Waterloo. No, no, number four. It, yeah, because it's in the title. <laughs> it was in the lyrics. Yeah, but it's not fair. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right, fine. The song is One of Us. I don't memorize that. Yeah, because it's a B side. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorites. It's 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 not a B side. It's really good. It's really Admit good. Admit that it's not a B side. It's not a B side. Yay! I like being right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but what is the line? I saw myself as a concealed attraction. I felt you keep me away. Okay. From the heat and the action. So that's okay. it. You're 1.5 out of 4 right now. I don't like you right now. Number 5 is your last chance. Ah, uh, Give me a bonus round. No, this is all you get. Come on. You get 5. Come on, give me a bonus round. No, you get 5. Come on. Number 5. What? As I held my breath. Oh my god. The world stood still. But then he just smiled. I give up. What is it? See, I don't even know how to sing this one because no one knows is this song. Is it Angel Eyes? It's not even Angel Eyes. It? It's When I Kissed the Teacher. Ah! So the full lyric is, As I held my breath, the world stood still, but then he just smiled. I was in the seventh heaven when I, I kissed, kissed the, the teacher. teacher. Uh, come on. Who knows that song? It's a really good song, though. 1.5 out of 5 is your final score. You have lost this edition gotten... of Game Master Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Game Master Joseph. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, so now that everybody's back, we assume you've seen the movie, you know what's going down. Come on, you don't care about the plot. It's Mamma Mia, here we go again. It's all about the music and the ridiculousness. And the cast. And Meryl Streep is dead. She dead. She real dead. She very dead. Meryl Streep so dead. But like, she, that doesn't mean she's not in the movie. She's in the last five minutes. Yeah, that's all they could afford was her to do that's one scene. That's not necessarily true. It I, is... I, I know it's just part of the plot. I know they wanted to do this. Why? Did Meryl not want to come back? No. <laughs> I don't think Meryl would not want to come back because she loves the movie. Yeah, but like, why'd they kill her? She's the best I part. I think they just wanted to give more, ca- more motivation for Sophie. Because Sophie was, um, voila. Like, you you can see that it kind of makes sense, narrative. But... For me, this movie didn't need to exist. So they had to stir up some drama and kill Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean... <sighs> I mean, 
they could afford share, and you're gonna tell me that share. they can't afford Meryl Streep. Yeah, because they paid both of them to do like five minutes of scenes, both. I mean, they could have not just gotten share and then could have just paid Mom- <laughs> Meryl Streep for the entire movie. I don't think Cher plus Meryl equals Meryl for a whole movie. Are you sure? Well, you know, Cher is queen. Cher is amazing. I don't think that they couldn't afford Meryl. I just think that they thought this was the best route to take the movie. Do you agree with that? It was a great movie. Like that, It didn't answer my question. I guess. Like, obviously, I'm sad about the death of Donna Sheridan, who was my favorite part of movie one. And I did go into the movie thinking I wouldn't like it as much as... Um, Mamma Mia 1. I still like it more. Okay. <laughs> you can tell how bitter I am by that. No, but what I'm saying is it worked for what it was. Like, I went in not expecting to like it because there's no Meryl Streep or very little Meryl Streep and I I ended up coming out loving it. Yeah, I, I love it. It's really like, funny. It's really charming. Like, it, it may not have been what I would have taken or would have done. The boys... Their younger versions uh, are so good. So is the younger Dynamos. Oh my god, they're perfectly cast. They look just mm-hmm. like Christine and Julie, uh, yeah. who are older. It's really brilliantly cast. I even like Lily James. Like, yeah, I thought Lily James's Meryl Streep impression was like it was out spot of 10. on. Ten out of spot 10. on. Um, but back to the young boys. The young they boys. Were the- <laughs> that should be their band name. It's just the, the young, young boys. They they were. F- they were hilarious. Like, so funny. Hugh Skinner is just okay. the best. So here's what we were saying about Hugh Skinner. Hugh Skinner is great at playing the the lame, overly <laughs> romantic sexual partner that you'll have in your lifetime who gets too attached after one night together. And turns out that he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what happens in Fleabag. Not the gay part. Yeah. The everything else part. But, but like, it's, it's him it's, here too. And it's so funny. And, and I don't know, his dynamic with... Like, okay, he and Colin have like one, one frame. We're just going to say a frame at the end. And it's adorable. It's so cute. They're all... At the end of the movie, the big final numbers, yeah. everybody gets to dance with their Super younger version. And so Colin Firth is dancing with yeah. Hugh Skinner. Well, I, I won't say dancing. Colin Firth is standing still as well, Hugh, Hugh Skinner, Skinner dances around him. And that was the best. It's the greatest thing in the history it's of like, men. It's like, it's like seeing all the mistakes of your past life like flash before you. It's so and good. And you're just like there staring into the oblivion. There's, Wishing it'll disappear into the ether. There's so much dumb in this movie. I love it. That I love it too. Like, who? <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of the dumb in the movie, can we talk about Fernando? <gasps> Andy Garcia. Can we just like talk about how they so obviously put this subplot into the movie so that Cher and Andy Garcia can sing a number together while fireworks... <laughs> Like explode in the background. Oh my gosh, there were fireworks! CGI fireworks, may I add? CGI fireworks while they try to dance. It was so dumb! And it was amazing. And I can't tell if Andy Garcia was actually the grandfather of Sophie. Andy Garcia's yeah. song, not song, Andy Garcia's character is named Fernando uh, Sin Fuegos. And basically. You just know why they're gonna where where they named him Fernando, like <laughs> No, they don't even say he's named Fernando to the end. No, they do. No, do they? I just remember him saying like that's Senor Sinfuegos. I mean I think 
I'm not sure. I could be wrong. They could just like. Sin fuegos means a hundred fires. Fifty fifty. 8020 is my final law. It's so good. It's so pointless that it's amazing. It's ridiculous. Andy Garcia can't even sing. He the, can't. I think he tries. He tries, but uh, his. I'm, I'm just gonna say that all the boys, they try. They turn down Andy Garcia's voice way low until all you can hear is Cher. <laughs> and Cher is just a queen. She shows up in a helicopter in like um, a white pantsuit. This is, this is kind of a controversial opinion. I prefer her version of Super Trooper to Meryl Streep. <gasps> like. Okay. No, but I love her voice. Like, I don't know. There's something. She's Cher. Unique. She's Cher. It's Cher. She's Cher. just queen. Oh my god. Meryl Streep is in this movie <laughs> oh, for like five oh. minutes and sings a song that nobody knows. Oh, but that made me cry. Like, oh, of course. It well, did. it's the scene. It's the scene, guys. Like, if you, if you have a heart, if you have half a heart, you are going to feel something. I mean, I guess all I felt was excited that Meryl Streep. This back you said, "Ah, yeah, don't pretend that you don't have a heart." Yeah, it's true, but like I cannot tell you what the song was. My love and my life. How's it go? <laughs> yeah, see, she had to think. She I had mean, to think. Like, it's a B side. This it, movie does not need to exist, but I love that it does. Even if it's a B side, that doesn't mean it's not good. I didn't say it wasn't good. I said it was unmemorable. I know, but you're saying it enough. I will never remember the songs in this movie, but I will watch it there every time. There is one time. song that I will remember. Which one? I've said this like five times. Are you not listening to me? Are you being a typical boy again? What? Are you being a typical boy again? Huh? Okay, there we um, why did it have to be me? Oh, uh, yes. Lily James is pretty... She's decent. She's decent. She's a good singer. I, better actress. Better actress rec- than she is a singer. She's a better... I mean, again, no one was casted for their singing capabilities. That's true. No one. Like, like even Christine Baranski acknowledges this. Lily James's performance... As Meryl. As Meryl Streep is quite good, though. She got the cadence down. She did. She did. She talks just like Meryl Streep yeah. in this movie. She, like, it's not like the pitch or anything, but just, when you listen to how, how, like how her words flow. The dramatic pauses. It's really yeah, it was, Meryl. I, I think she just really watched the first one over and over again until she got <laughs> it. Like, or like she didn't have to watch it over and over again. She just did. Like, I'm going to do this movie. Yeah, of course. Like, If, if they offered you this, this role, would you take it? I mean... It's Meryl. <laughs> I mean, I, it's Meryl. Oh, I don't want to leave this out. Uh, we were talking about this while we were watching yeah, the movie. Yeah. Is that Amanda is performing opposite her real life ex? <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, for those who don't know, um, Amanda and Dominic Cooper. That's his name. That is his name. Um, who plays Sky? They dated uh, a year. No, they dated for three years after the first one with Mia, and then they broke up, and then like they met again, and then they're playing. It's so <laughs> weird. You can feel how awkward they are. Oh, okay, can I just say that their argument <laughs> felt so tense, and I think they weren't acting. Oh my god! I mean, if you guys watch this movie, just watch it with the knowledge that. Sophie and her husband are actually exes in real life and you won't unsee I mean, how awkward they are I mean, in they, every scene. They, they say, they, they claim to be on good terms. But we all know, we all know no. that no exes, can, no. no ex can be on good terms. Like, I mean, oh, sorry, Nikki. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nikki, for making this podcast You're the best, you're the thing. best. Like, thank you. Like, 
you're over there. You're not gonna talk. You don't wanna say hi? She doesn't wanna say hi. Okay, we're gonna go back. We're gonna we're gonna go back to that. Um basically it's awkward. It's super awkward. awkward. Oh, and here's the thing. I was researching I was gossiping. Um Amanda Seyfried's real life husband was on set. And, 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 and Amanda said there was some jealousy there. Oh my gosh! Uh, okay. This is why we don't make sequels ten years later. Oh my gosh! That's why you don't date a co-star. It never works out. Yeah, don't don't. Has it ever worked? Don't. No, it never has. It always ended up breaking up. That's true. The big, the big. Uh, Angelina Ruga. Yeah, that was the big one. Never works out. It never works out. So, like, if any actors out here. Do not date your co-star. Do not play around with nope. that co-star. No. Nope. 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 Um, uh, but okay. So l- let's talk a bit more about this movie. Uh, what were your favorite aspects of the film? What was my favorite? Um, I don't know. I just loved it for the entire thing. I guess. Um, I guess if I were to choose one thing that I had to gush about on the podcast, it would be the dads, because because like in the first one they were still trying. I'm gonna say it right now they were straight up. Trying to give a decent performance, and then Mamma Mia Two comes rolling around, and boom! <laughs> just, just they give up on the acting and have a good time. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> and I think one of my favorite scenes in the movie was Dancing Queen, and like Bill and Harry come along with all these working class fishermen, and then <laughs> <laughs> they invited all the fishermen to the island to have a party. Yeah, and and and, and, and then. And then Sophie looks through, looks through what do you, the binoculars and sees them recreating for no particular reason at all. Titanic. The scene in Titanic. On the with Bill's hands wrapped around Harry's it's waist. So good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like at that point, you know, they were just like shoved in the boat and said, "Just do whatever you want." I want Mamma Mia to be the equivalent of Adam Sandler movies. Where they're all just doing it to go on vacation somewhere. Yeah. I want it to be that because this is a much better cast than anything Adam Sandler has. Yeah, and they're they're so fun. What is Colin Firth and doing then, in this movie? And then and then and then like they would whenever they cut between the actual dancing and dancing queen with Amanda Seyfried and Pierce Brosnan to like Colin Firth and Stellan Skarsgård, oh they gosh. were trying to do some Cirque du Soleil on the boat. Like Colin Firth was trying to climb the mast. Oh he was ha- so and dumb. you don't get it. Like you're just watching there. Like I love it. I don't understand it, but I love it. I do love it. I love this movie. I would watch it so many times. I would watch it more than the first one. Okay. <laughs> she hates me so much. I, I, I didn't say anything. I just said, okay. She hates me Fine. so much. If you feel that way, <laughs> do what you want. That's how I feel. It's really, it's really, yeah, guys. It was, you, it's, it's a great movie. Um, do you guys like ABBA? Go watch it. Do you guys it. like happiness? If you're, if you're in a watch bad, this movie. if you're in a bad place, that solved my depression. <laughs> yeah, just watch it. That solved my depression. No, 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 I didn't. Get meds. Uh, see a therapist. Just like... <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> we just want to make it clear. We're not making a claim that Mamma Mia 2 is a viable treatment for your mental illness. Oh, God. Please see a professional. I'm just saying. But also, go ahead and watch Mamma Mia like, 2. Having a bad day? 
Already took your meds. Already saw your therapist. Watch Mama Mia too. And you'll be fine. It's so good. It's so good in all the worst ways. In the best ways. In the best ways. Oh my god. In in the Waterloo number that I was talking about earlier, they have like actors dressed up as Napoleon and a French flag. And they posted on YouTube a 360 version of the number. Where you can just turn around with your phone and look at all the different actors. I love it. It's the greatest dumb thing I've seen in my life. Okay, can we talk about Q's skin? Because, <laughs> like, he was the best thing about the flashbacks. And just... <laughs> I can say a lot. Like, I can make a 30-minute video just talking about Hugh Skinner. Hugh Skinner is so good. But, like... Oh, okay. Since we're talking about Hugh Skinner, let's talk about how they changed the pass up. Like... How they changed the order. Because, like, in Honey Honey, um, uh, Amanda Seyfried's reading, it was Sam, Bill, and then Harry. And then uh-huh, in uh-huh, here, uh-huh. it was Harry, uh-huh. one half Bill, Sam, uh-huh. the next half of Bill. Uh-huh. And um, they uh-huh. actually changed a lot of things from the original movie. Like, uh-huh. like, like, oh my god, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, um, like, okay, the cast don't look... You know, in Mamma Mia, the movie, before Meryl Streep sings her number, Mamma Mia... You see Bill, Harry, and Sam as their old selves with the long hair and the mustache and the leather choker. I love that shot. They so don't much. look like that at all. <laughs> and at all. I don't know if I'm sad about it or relieved. Because, like, I, if on one hand, I would love to see Hugh Skinner with guy liner and a metal choker. But then. Okay. Did not make it clear. <laughs> Continuity and plot. It doesn't matter. Have no place in the Mamma Mia cinematic but Mama, universe. But here's the thing. Why I bring this up is because Harry Headbanger is supposed to be a headbanger. Like, that rocker guy, the one your parents He's don't want you to have. He is a lame-ass boy. He's spontaneous. He, You feel the tiny dick energy. <laughs> 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 you feel the tiny dick energy. I'm just saying, you feel it. And um, and I know Lily James felt it. I know that she felt the tiny okay, dick energy. Lily James, we, that was we're, we're here for you. That was lovely. You know, all ladies know what lovely means. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you guys, if you guys want to listen to Abba songs, you guys want to see Lily James have irresponsible, unprotected sex. This is the movie for you. Just watch it. There's no reason. There is no reason not to watch Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. You're not going to waste two hours of your life. You don't even need Mamma Mia 1. Just I, dive in. Okay, we're not going to listen to Joseph anymore because men are wrong all the time. So we're just, we're just going to wrap things up here. So men are wrong. If you want to tell me personally that I'm wrong about things, uh, you can reach me online. Just find me at Joseph Weirdness. And, and if you want to tell me that I'm right, because I always am, reach me at, at Nale on Ika on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, same difference is available in nearly all platforms where you can download your podcast. It's SoundCloud. available on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Buzzsprout, Spotify. on Spotify, on Am I Missing Something? No. No, I'm not missing. So just, just type same difference there and we will be there. That's right. You so got that, no excuse because it's totally free. Follow our Tumblr for wrestling material and actual media. Gosh. I love you. The most condescending thing you've ever said. No, no, no. Wrestling school. We'll talk about it some other time. I actually do have an appreciation for it. But that's not relevant to this podcast. So we're going to end things today with our quote of the day. 
So basically, today's quote of the day shows us that the greatest of desires must be reeled in, controlled. But in the end, listen to Be still my beating vagina. Christine Baranski can sing. That's right. We'll see you on the next program. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.